When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Gentlemen, boys and girls, gaming degenerates of all ages, welcome back to another edition of A Winner Is You, brought to you by TheChairShot.com, where we always use our head, and we never forget that the cake is a lie. We're back for episode 34. Sean, welcome back, sir. How you doing? You missed our, missed our inaugural kind of hiatus return, but you're here now. Fashionably late. It's okay. Is that like is that how they do things down there in, in Texas or what? Well, <laughs> I won't be here next week, by the way. I'll be in Nevada. Nevada? Ne- Gambling. Is it uh is that the only reason? I hope so. That is. So unfortunately people who have not heard my voice in a month, another week will have to wait. Just wait longer. If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. Probably Ace Ventura fans. No, nobody. No, no, we all missed that one. I hate being old. You can't see our face, but we all had visible confusion. (sighs) But how have y'all been? (laughs) All right, there's one. Save them. Save them. (laughs) No. Well, Adam's you know, in uh, the process of moving. Drew's in the process of printing. I'm yep. in the... I'm just a process. Trust the process. Ugh. As all our friends, you're welcome, everybody. I'm blending. I'm blending sports world with video game world. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There's plenty of sports and video games, and, you know... TheChairShot.com covers sports as well as video games and wrestling and all of that. So there you go. Speaking of tying Nailed it all it. in. Great job. Mwah. Great job. I don't know. I'm in a great mood, speaking of, because the Bucks uh, really flipped it around on Sunday. Yep. And by the they time did. you're listening to this, I'm either happy or not happy, because uh, we'll see how Wednesday goes. It's a, it's a must win. It's another uh, must win. It'll be fine. They'll be just fine. On the shoulders of Giannis and his 15-second free throws. Oh, boy. That's exciting basketball. It's only nine. Maybe 11 and a half. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you had a two-second differential between you two is volumes enough. I'm like, well, I can go take a shit. I can go take the garbage out. I'll be back. He'll be shooting the second one. <laughs> I am pulling for the Bucks for all the listeners out there. I, I do enjoy watching Giannis. It's just, come on. You need like two, two dribbles and a booty wiggle. Boom. Take your shot. 
he, I mean, uh, if you're going to miss it either way, you might as well just get it over with. That's what I always say. You're going to miss it. Just shoot the damn thing. <laughs> and then this last game, he was on fire. He had confidence. He just okay, put him up, was a good him show. down. <laughs> that was a good game. The first two, I was like, you're kidding me. He's going to get swept. No, no, no. I was quite surprised. I love how he uses the finger wiggle like to give him a tumbo. Big yeah. fan. Big fan. Oh, Montumbo. Mont- he likes a Montumbo. Do we... Are the number of seconds, including the pre... Not don't the, give me the ball yet. Yeah, the 30 uh, seconds yeah, he takes no, for that? that definitely, yeah, that definitely is ever. included. The oh. moment he gets set up, it's like, oh, come on. Because <laughs> yeah, he does the... Two or three like practice dribbles, then calls for the ball, then does the whole like does eight more dribbles, and yeah. then me. Oh no, no. So I got the thing. He does like a deep breath, shoulder shrug, and then he steps up to the line and he lines up his feet, and then he stares at the rim for a bit. Dribble, dribble, <laughs> dribble. Left hand out, left hand in. Shoot, pass me ball. Yeah, that, that counts. <laughs> that counts. Oh my god, that is part of the ball handling time. <laughs> Despite not handling the ball, but he's pretending. <laughs> and then he gets it and he dribbles twenty times, and then he half shoots. He pauses, pauses, pauses. Butt up wiggle. to his head, pauses, shoot, air ball. <laughs> we do it all over again. <laughs> That was just a pass. That's all that was meant to be. <laughs> he was just throwing it back to the referee because he needed more time. Yeah, I was ready. <laughs> you messed up my rhythm. <laughs> it is bad. Uh, like the good free throw shooters, maybe a dribble or two. Like it's literally they get it, bounce, shoot, get it, bounce, shoot. Mm-hmm. Even Brooke Lopez, who takes 15 seconds to load up his normal shot animation, shoots quicker than Giannis at the free throw shoots line. Shoots a faster free throw than he does a three-pointer. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he catches the ball, he has to do a full windmill with the ball. And then <laughs> then he has to hunch over to touch the ground with the ball to get up to shoot it. You know, it's a whole thing. <laughs> well, all in all, I do wish them the best, but... Me too. As soon as, uh, yeah, as soon as you're listening to this, hopefully it's two to two in the series. I don't know. Be great. We'll see. But enough about sports. You know, this is not a sports podcast. Let's talk about Madden. Not a sports fan, well, huh? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will talk <laughs> about. Shall we play a game? Game on! Yeah, game on! Is. Some fan-created trailers um, that, you know, I am starting to very much dislike. we got some games to talk about for a couple of us who are uh, playing some games. And we're going to close out with uh, SGDQ. And if you don't know what that means like I did, you're just going to have to keep listening. Let's get into it. I haven't had time. Trash. It's trash. So it bad. <laughs> not good. I'm not sure what that was supposed to be, but it was bad. <laughs> shortened it. I shortened so it. So bad. And it's and it's still very upsetting to the team. 
Yeah, not a happy. But Myself you know, included. You know, I, I, I control <laughs> the buttons. <laughs> I control the buttons. Download your own sound bites, sons of bitches. Okay. All right. Bam, bam. There's well, one load. Lost my attention. Here I go. <laughs> and while you're downloading those sound bites, everybody else out there, Google Need for Speed Underground 2 remastered. And watch my excitement when I said, oh, they're doing a remaster Need for Speed. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. All remastered. Nice upgraded graphics and everything. And this uh, was a fan remade trailer as to, quote, what it would look like if they did one. Oh, fuck you. That's about how I felt about it. I don't know about you guys, but I, I don't know. <laughs> they, a lot of people are doing this. I get it, but it's really fucking annoying when you start seeing this stuff pop up and you get all excited for a new, maybe a new game, remastered game or something. Uh, I think they did it with Driver, too, which I was really excited about. And then, <laughs> Sean, what do you think? You have some thoughts here. Well, I would say it might put a fire under EA's ass, but nothing does. So it's like, with some game studios, you might, you know, hey, there's that potential. Like, hey, there are people still interested, but no. When it comes to EA, it's, we already made our money there, and we're on to selling bullshit on sports games at this point. So as much as I would love to see it, I don't see Need for Speed coming back. It just hasn't been what it was, what it was in the past. Drew, what do you think? I really liked the the trailer. It was really good. <laughs> right? Uh, which kind of stunk. Um, <laughs> I mean, what was cool was, like, A, if you don't know it's not real, that really drags you down. But what's cool is, like, when you first watch it, they open up on that uh, airport, which is just instantly recognizable if you've played the game. I think it's Bayview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like they that airport is, you know, it's a night it's the kind of a key area of the of the map in the game and it's kind of a cool spot. And like they open up right on that area and you're like, Man, I remember driving through there. So that was pretty awesome. And then they have the uh the whole Riders on the Storm uh music playing in the background. So it it definitely uh itched uh, some nostalgia bug but kind of sad that I'm not going to be able to play a cool game like this same I agree I think you know what makes it I don't know if annoying is the word I would use but you know typically when it's a fan trailer you can almost tell instantly because you're recognizing a bunch of clip shit together that comes from different sources and places right so it's like Okay, it's a fan trailer. Or it says it's a fan-made trailer. I think what makes this one different is the fact that it's made by, like, a company. It's that a Russian company put this together. So anybody who's watched it, you probably had your shit stolen. Uh, so good luck to you. <laughs> but anyway. <Damn. laughs> uh, I think that's why it's such a good fake-out, essentially, is because, like, a company put the time in to make this, and that's why it looks so good, because... You know, it's not some somebody like one of us just sitting at your on your computer trying to mesh things together with bad Photoshop skills. And you're like, look at this trailer I made. Um, 
I like it looked really good. It'd be fun if it was updated now. It'd be a lot of fun to play like on PlayStation Five. I'd probably play that more than you know the other two games I play. Me too. Um, (laughs) You'll get one one day. A couple thousand dollars. (laughs) It'll be all yours. Uh, (laughs) But um, yeah, I usually I don't have a problem with fan trailers. Like I said, you can tell it's a fan trailer. This one, that sucks, because this seems like it could be the actual release trailer for the game, and be like, oh shit, when is this coming out? And it's not. And I think Sean's right, because it's EA, so there is, unless they can figure out how to blast microtransactions up the ass on this one, which mm-hmm. they could, I feel they like... They could really easily cool. do that. They're not, some, until they really figure it out. It's not, yeah. You're gonna pay, pay you us four ninety nine. cars? You yeah. want to play for fifty hours, or give us ten dollars, and you can get the same thing. Yeah. You want that? Yeah, you get three thousand uh, miles per tire. Then you buy new tires. It's real <laughs> life. That should be like their like that should be EA's walk-in music anytime they're at a big <laughs> video game conference. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally should. <laughs> now, now, next up on the stage, EA Sports. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> yeah, so where did this one rank? Did you guys have this one ranked high on your need for speed? I know we we one of our episodes, we stumbled across a Need for Speed ranking. Where was this one on your lists? Not my top 10. I agree 100% with that article. <laughs> so I think Sean to refresh our memory, one, I think. the article uh, was basically oh, that was top need, oh. it was top Need <laughs> for Speed it? games that you can play now or that you can buy today. That's right. And That's what it was. It was something like that. Still play today. It's not going to include this game, this game, and this game, which are the ones that are like... Yeah. See, it's another one. <laughs> but you can play Need for Speed Mobile, bro. Come on. You can play Most Wanted Mobile. It's great. Uh, uh, no, so... But I think uh, John and I both put this one pretty high on our list. If we were to rank Need for Speed games, yeah, I haven't barely. played that many of them. Uh, but I would say that these ones are at the top of my list for sure. So, and Most I think John's the same. Most wanted in underground for sure. Like that's yep. top two. Agreed. Yeah. Well, and uh, what about the Hot Pursuit? That was the one that was just remastered uh, recently. I thought that one I, was pretty good too. I have not tried the remaster, but the original was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I haven't tried the remaster either. But that it was, was a good take on it. So underground two was number one. The other two were tied for two. That's, that's where I put them. I think that's fair. As convoluted as that sounds, <laughs> but I'm a couple of beers deep, so forgive me. <laughs> but they're not that you can't play them right now, so I don't know where they're truly. Oh, on you're list. right. <laughs> a stupid article. Yeah. How do you know if they're it. good? You can't play them. Can't play it. Like a big Never played it before. For God's sakes, this is this is what I'm talking about, man. I can't deal with it. I can't read any more articles because I don't know what to believe. Or you got to make sure you read between all the lines. You read everything. Fake news. You make damn sh- what? Fake news. It's all, well, no, fake news or, or altered or 
No, that's woke you know. news. Yeah. Underground 2 wasn't good. Most Wanted was not good. This is woke news. That's why they didn't have it in the article. Okay. <laughs> well, see, and I, you know, and if I followed that, I would totally miss out on the best games because I don't, if I've never played them, which I haven't, I would, what would I play? Need for speed. Well, obviously, I can't Both. play the one, those ones because they're not available to play, so I guess it that's makes That's because you're unwoke. <laughs> no, I'm unwanted. Damn. <laughs> or I guess it's most wanted. But you almost got it. Least job. wanted. Don't worry about least it. Wanted. I'm, you know, I'm something. Hot pursuit, too. Something. <laughs> Hot pursuit. Hey. Man, now we're talking. All right. Well, any last <laughs> thoughts on that? And we'll move on to some games. What do you think? When it comes to Dan, you want a cold getaway, not a hot pursuit. I like games. I could throw a bucket of water on you. But... <laughs> I like turtles. I like turtles. But I went 30. 30 what? 30 speed. Is that, is that 30? Oh, is that? come on. All <laughs> right. Let me... Sorry. Let me is that the movie with the bus? Is that the movie with the bus? Sure. The movie with the bus. (laughs) Yes. Like Need for Speed? Like Speed? Like Keanu Keanu Reeves' bus? bus? Yep. The bus that couldn't slow down? Like this one was called? Oh my God. We're getting there. (laughs) God. All right. I'm leaving. Keanu Reeves. uh, Cyberpunk 2077. It's all linked in together. We're got an episode. Wow. There. You found it. There it is. It's 30. Yeah. That is 30 fucking speed, my friend. <laughs> Not okay. per hour. Not... Speed per hour. No, just 30, 30 speed. 30 speed per hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk some games. I know you didn't want to talk too much about it because Drew has uh, given quite an opinion on this game in an earlier episode, but you have just recently finished this game. So I want your thoughts on Control, Sean. Hold on, I have a lot of noise in the background. Oh. Are you fuzzy? There it is. <clears throat> no. Uh, you found it. I did ads. find the thing for 30 speed, but we'll come back to that. So, back in the day... When I mentioned the game PsyOps, the MindGate conspiracy, I did a little researching on it, and apparently the game was unveiled at E3 as Espionage, with capital ESP, because the whole premise is based on, you know, psychic abilities and whatnot, and they renamed it PsyOps before the release, so nobody had any idea what the hell this game was called. Control is the absolute epitome of everything I loved about that game. Like, it is just gorgeous the way you can interact with your environment to get you past puzzles to get you past bosses to you know turn your enemies attacks on each other you can mind control people to fight for you i mean it is perfect like i've been looking like looking for a game like that for the longest time because like i said at the end of psyops it says to be continued but it was canceled because nobody had ever heard of it at launch because they changed the name but control has all of those elements amazing graphics 
the amount of like universe building that you can uncover while you just run around and pick up files and stuff and just read random stuff it's it's a deep ass game and even once the end credits roll it just keeps going and it is well worth its money and i should have listened to drew earlier <laughs> agreed my man was right <laughs> <laughs> it's a great game right i mean it's got it's got a lot to it and it just keeps going like no matter what you think you figured out nope like here's a whole other fucked up situation it's like this is awesome there really like, is a lot you can do in it uh i mean if you're if you're trying to 100% the game it's pretty crazy like there's a lot to the game especially with all the dlc as well um there's a couple of dlc for it so it's it's definitely something that you can get lost in for hours and hours and hours uh even though the actual game i think itself was probably in the 40 hour range you know plus yeah. or minus so um but yeah it's it's an amazing game uh there's a ton you can do I, it's it's really hard to talk about uh as a game without spoiling it right because yeah exactly there's so much to do in it and it it's definitely a spoiler heavy game where like if you start talking about it in too many too much detail you're gonna start giving things away but and that's like the whole point of the game is discovering all of these different things so no and i think one of the coolest aspects of it is that no matter how overpowered you feel you can get absolutely fucked immediately like yeah. no matter how strong your character is at any moment it's like oh well shit i'm gonna die before i kill 50 enemies in a row <laughs> and it sucks and it's like oh i've already done this thing and you keep going and you get killed it's like oh well you forgot to collect the credits for doing that so you get your you know your counter undone and it's like ah oh, i forgot to go back to central fuck <laughs> yep now it's it's a fun game you you should definitely check it out i had and i was not a fan I, really I, I did not like it uh i don't know the controls wise <laughs> for control did not uh, work for me uh, going like back into rooms and having to destroy or you know go through the waves of enemies again after you've already done it really kind of bothered me i think there was just a lot going on that i just it didn't hit me it was not an rpg <laughs> it's not an rpg <laughs> it's the first letter no yes the game it's I'm going to talk easy. about has to deal with that. It just, I don't know, just didn't hit me. It, I, it, I was not, I didn't get pulled into the story. It just didn't work for me. I don't know. I well, don't even know what it was. Well, the story is not given to you. Like, that, that was one of the cool things, was that element of Bloodborne and Dark Souls. Like, they don't tell you a story, but if you go out and venture and pick up all the different artifacts and read about them, you know, you can uncover the lore about what's going on. Yeah. So in one sense, in one sense, you can go around and just, you know, break shit for fun. In the other sense, if you want to kind of understand what's going on, there's a bit of extra effort, but it's it's a really good story. See, I'm not a fan of that... reading. 
uh, particularly in video games. I, but I, I thought you liked Zelda. Tell me the story. There's I not a lot of reading. It's not a lot of reading. Well, the it's only all reason, text based. But the only reason there's reading in Zelda is because they don't have voice actors. That's all. Like it's not. So it's all text based, which means you have to read. <laughs> okay. Which means well, it's not a lot so of reading. So I. I get I get Dan's point here that like when you're five you years don't, old, you don't want to pick it up. I know. <laughs> no, you don't get the story through cutscenes, right? Yeah. You get a little bit, but when you don't get the whole story through cutscenes, and it really is on you as the player to go and search that out, that definitely can feel either overwhelming or just tiring if the game itself hasn't captured you. So even though like that lore and everything is out there and it might be captivating if you were willing to invest, you know, a couple hours worth of reading all of this stuff, like as it did you, right? It captured you. If I um, paid 60 bucks, it captured me. <laughs> but I think I'm going to find out what's going on. Didn't you get control <laughs> like as part of a PlayStation thing or free or no. cheap? Not you. Sorry, uh, Dan. Oh, yeah. I think I got it. Man, I don't even know how much. I know it was. Did I get it when it was free? I think I think it was either that or on sale. Or it was on sale. I might. I probably didn't get it when it was free, but I got it when I was on sale. I can't remember. I, I didn't pay full price for it though. So I yeah, I can't remember for sure though. Well, it's just it's definitely one of those Still. games where it takes effort from you, the player, to immerse yourself into the lore and if you're not willing to do that which there's nothing wrong with that but if you're just not captured by the gameplay and you're not willing to immerse yourself in the lore you're just never going to get there right and it's, it's not going to be the game for you failure yeah i think we have the same same vocab <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm, I'm sure. just i'm moving on man <laughs> i'm moving on that's it and don't get me that's it <laughs> i'm not making that effort swipe left on that bitch <laughs> I was going to say Control-Alt-Delete. Oh, snap. Got him. Got him. I don't have anything to talk about. That's all I've been thinking about while you guys rambled on about the game. You know what? Nailed it. It was worth it. It was worth it. Congratulations, my friend. I I would say that that is a... I mean, that is a problem with recent games that, whether AAA or not, it's like you have to invest so much time into the game to get past like the initial stages, right? To get to the point where it actually is captivating and makes you want to come back. Like, I don't know if you guys have feel, felt this Immortals. way at all or not, but for me, it's like I'll start a new game, and after you know half hour or an hour, I'll be like, "Man, I'm just not sure if I like this. Like, it's okay, but it's hard to learn exactly what's going on. I'm not, you know, I'm." I'm a terrible because I'm so like underpowered compared to everything. Cause they're trying to, you know, push you into this world and not have anything, you know, and so that you can power up throughout the game. But it's like, it's, it's like, it takes it's some games. It takes like 10 hours. Other games it can take, you know, two or three to where you finally get like your first ability or you finally get a certain level where you can actually be competitive. And it's like, you have to break through that barrier to even start enjoying the game. I guess, have, have you guys felt that at all as well? Greed. You're, I feel like it's it's like almost 50-50. You're either spoon-fed from the get-go, or mm. you 
you're not going to get there for over two hours plus. I'd say even more than two hours. Mm -hmm. I feel like you have to put in a few hours to get to that point. And as someone who does not have time to spend on video games, like I don't want to spend my time when I do get it on the five hours of nonsense to finally get into the game. I just want to play a game I can have fun and play for the little bit of time I have, which is why I go back to the same games over and over because I can jump right in and do something, um, not have to then reteach myself something from two weeks ago either. So like I th I've thought that a lot. Otherwise, you're it's like a kid game. You're literally spoon fed the whole story and you feel like you're watching a movie versus yeah. or a show versus playing a video game. I don't like that side of it either. Like I like the happy middle, which I don't find very often. Mm -hmm. Dan Breath, of, Breath of the Wild, comma Zelda <laughs> comes to mind. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Which is why I I don't think is I think is the main reason why I couldn't get into it is because I was just like I felt like I was running around with my with a, like a chicken with his head cut off. Trying to figure out where I'm going or what I'm doing, and was like, ah, "This, I'm good. I'm done. Good. Moving on." Well, Dan, you're supposed to keep the chickens in Kakariko Village. They they all go in the pen there. You don't have to bring oh. them with you. Well, you know, usually when I'm throwing chickens in a Zelda game, they start attacking uh, in mass form, <laughs> flying at me. So that's that's only when you attack them. I try to stay away from them. chickens. <laughs> That's funny, though, because I've been playing. I went back uh, to some nostalgia with the um, release uh, trailer of Metroid Dread, uh, of the, going back to 2D. I went backwards and played. I, I, I played Super Metroid for the SNES way too many times, so I didn't play that one again. But I went uh, and found the Game Boy Advanced Metroid Fusion, which is basically like the sequel to Super Metroid. And went back and played that because I had actually never played it. And it's fucking awesome. And it's just, it's funny. You know, it's like you go back to there and it's like you get a, you know, one paragraph of a story and then you're in and that's it. And then it's yeah. like, okay, go. And here it's like, you know, I think Sean mentioned Immortals or just a little while ago too. Like there's an hour of a prelude. Like you're going through an hour yeah. of a story and then it's like, oh, now we're starting. Like, oh, okay. Like I just played an hour of a game, and we haven't even technically haven't even started the story or anything yet. It's like, oh, all right. Now they mentioned these; that, they're even longer sometimes. This is this is gonna trigger Sean, but Witcher Three was like that, where you you have this whole tutorial area, which, depending on how in depth you want to get, can take anywhere from I don't know two hours to almost ten hours. Yeah, he's getting all upset, <laughs> but like. It's, you know, if that's your first Witcher game and all of a sudden you're in this kind of tutorial area for almost 10 hours and then all of a sudden you get out of it and you're like, oh, wait, that was just that's just the beginning. Like, I, I don't even have any story involving any of that stuff. It's if tough. you're good, it doesn't take 10 hours. <clears throat> well, like I said, it depends on how so it's gonna take like you 50 hours. Go. <laughs> Put up there. Where's that LRPG sign? Yeah, hold on, I'm on there it. There it is. He's got it. There it is. Oh, Made sure not to lose that from the move. Kept that with all I, the stuff. I'd, yeah. I'd keep that up on the screen if I were you, because I'm about to talk Biomutant. <laughs> and Biomutant. Hey, 
good segue. Is the equivalent? Yeah, no, I didn't have an opinion on the last topic. <laughs> Did you? Oh, oh go ahead. Well, jeez. Go ahead. Oh no, that was it. No, that was it. Liar. I didn't have to. Liar. <laughs> I kind of think he actually didn't have anything to say. I don't think just he wanted to call either. you out and be rude. I I technically had a thing. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna, said it. I was just going to take a stance opposite of Drew, but we can oh. skip that. No, let's do it. Oh, jeez. Nope, skip it. it. Move on. Hit the button. Move skip on. It. I don't even know what stance I took, but go for it. <laughs> oh, I do. Skip too long. I highly contest it, but we can move on. <laughs> I I will say I agree though with what Drew said about like the tutorial. Well, now you have phase. to. Talk. That's all I was gonna say. I feel like I don't. I shouldn't have to do these prelude tutorials for two hours. Like I get sometimes, but like I feel like that's for babies. I don't. I don't need to learn what every button does. Let me start playing the game and get me in the story. But that doesn't happen. So you can get your shit kicked in and then get pissed off because they didn't yeah, tell you how to play. The, didn't tell you the I'm X button was attack. Like, I'm not into those uh, BDSM games like you are. I, you know, I play normal games. I like Mario Kart. <laughs> okay, what's not wrong with that? <laughs> um, Is there, so uh, I guess the I'm a blue shell bitch. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I guess the, I, the one thing I'll just say about this topic is that I think so I think a lot of these games that are actually worthwhile have these longer whether it's tutorial or expositional or whatever preludes to the game and the problem is it's like it's those really nice good games that once you do get past that are actually really nice and really awesome and like you are the type of games where if you keep playing them you get past that point and all of a sudden it's like you can't put it down and like that's just what you 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 can't wait to get back to play it more but it's almost like you have to you almost have to like recognize that hey this is a game that i really want to do and exactly right sean like commit to it and say i'm gonna suffer through these two or three hours and like basically have this knowledge dump on me so that I understand all of the lore and I get everything so that when I get past it, it's that much better. Like, it's just like a really good movie with, you know, 20 minutes of exposition at the beginning. It's like, okay, that sucks. And it like, you just feel like you're getting regurgitated at, but at least like after that, now you have all the information for what's going to happen later. So. Go ahead. Going down. Uh, I was gonna say, have you guys ever seen uh, Hateful Eight? Because that's what yeah. it feels like when I play yes. these video games. It takes uh, two and a half hours to finally get to the point, and then when it gets to the point, though, it's good. Like it's it is good, but it's like I could have showed up two and a half hours later, and this movie would be great. We zoomed in on it across for forty five minutes, so yeah, that we was did. Fun. <laughs> but what makes it? a great movie over like a cool concept is that exposition, that build up that, you know, I need to commit to this. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch. I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to see what happens and then make my own judgment based on the outcome. And no, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think why I don't like it is because I never feel like it's going to end. Like I almost wish like it told you, Hey, this shit's going to take three hours. And I'd be like, okay. I just got to get through three hours and I'm yes. in it. <laughs> Cause when you're doing it, you're like, Oh my God, is this ever going to be over? And then it, you know, it stops finally. But like I said, you can't, if I only get half an hour of time to play a video game, 
I don't want to spend the next 10 times I play that video game just to get through that prelude. That's a fair point. Mm. Oh, and like you said earlier, Sean, too, like if I'm spending 60 bucks and for the new game, 70 bucks, mm. like, I, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do my damnedest to push through all of that because I don't want to feel like I wasted all that money. You know, mm-hmm. and then decide like, oh, this game was shit. Like, even if it was shit, like I'm still gonna try and push through it because I spent the money to buy it and to play it. Like, I'd at least like to get some money's worth, whether I liked it or not. <laughs> no, and that that's why I replayed The Witcher Three. I was like, well, I need to get my money out of it. Suck ass game, terrible story, horrible combat. But I was like, man, I spent the money. <laughs> Might as well. There it is. We did it. There it is. <laughs> and now we can move on. <laughs> That's all I wanted. You're welcome, my friends. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly... Everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right. Biomutant. You want to talk about looter shooter role playing game? This was it. I don't know how the hell I got through it, but I got through it. Uh, probably because no reading. Uh, there's reading. Well, not oh. you know. It, it goes through it though. It's part of the story. Like it's not like you have to see, search it out or anything to get your story. <clears throat> but that's <laughs> uh there is so much shit going on in this game. Like, it's a great concept. It's a really great idea. It looks really awesome, which is why I was intrigued. The gameplay is actually fun. Um, but there is just so much stuff that is worthless to pick up. It basically is like, you know, this world was hit by like a... Pretty much like an oil spill is what it was. Like some oil company came in, they call it like a natural disaster. Oil company came in and decided they were going to do all this shit, and all the oil just destroys everything and turns like animals into mutants. And eventually, over time, they're all, you know, walking, talking, different animals and stuff like that. Um, 
And you're going around trying to basically put the world back. And this, like, Tree of Life, which is kind of reminiscent to Zelda, is, like, dying. And you have to go kill these guys that are, you know, the big bosses that are basically tearing it down uh, to rebuild the Tree of Life, to bring it back, to, you know, bring everything back to life again. Uh, but it's, it's the, it is a role-playing game. You know, you have to level up your character. You have a handful of different stats that you can upgrade. And then you have, you know, some other mutant powers that you can upgrade as well as you collect things throughout the game. But there is so much shit in the world that you run around in that you can go pick up that are, you know, armor, like, you know, weapons, armor, different little pieces of equipment that you can gear that you can like build and upgrade your armor with and stuff like that, that are completely worthless, that there is no reason in the world because you can sell them for money and you have no reason to spend the money because all the stuff mm. you need, you pick up in the game. So it, uh, it's a very confusing game. It had such good elements of fun but it just fell apart because the world is there's so much shit in the world to go pick up and and get that you have absolutely no need for. Sounds uh, like Borderlands. <laughs> one thing I Borderlands One thing I did this enjoy is, is that you couldn't like and I know I said I kind of hated it in other games but you can build weapons but it's it's very like simple on how you can build your weapons. And it tells you right away, you know, like if it's, you know, what it's good, how it's going to upgrade it and how power, how much more powerful it is. But you can like upgrade your guns with the stuff you get. And then you can upgrade like your weapons with your handheld, you know, weapons, your knives and stuff uh, with everything that you get around the world, which is that was the coolest part. Because I was able to build this gun that was just destroyed everything. It was just so kick ass that you know, I didn't need to use anything else as far as weapons went. Um, so like that part is actually fun. Like it had such good elements, but it just it failed to deliver and it got super repetitive because there's like these different uh, factions, you know, around that you have to go. You basically go and pick one that you're going to be a team of. Like I want to, I want to join this team and they give you reasons behind what their goals are. And then you have to go take over all the different clans. I guess they call them clans, but each clan, like it's exactly the same, the way to take them over. It like, it's like even mm -hmm. the, um, the environment is a hundred percent the same. Everyone you go huh. to, it's exactly the uh. same. And it's like, Oh, this is boring. But what's funny yep. is after you defeat the second one, it gives you the option to just say, Hey, everybody, you can, you can stop now and everybody will join you or you can keep going and beat the rest of, you know, go destroy the rest of them or they'll just, you're just, or you're just done. And I'm like, Okay, so you're just wiping out like half your game. <laughs> you're allowing people to wipe out half your yeah. game. So like this game took me, you know, could take ten hours to beat, or it could be like forty hours, depending on what you say there. I'm like, well, that's great. I'm like, I told, I said, okay, fine, I'm skipping it. Like, cause that got so boring after just defeating the second guy. I'm like, these are all the same. I'm like, this is stupid. I'm like, I don't want to keep doing that. And next thing you knew, it was like, oh, the, like the game's over pretty much. <laughs> and I'm like, you can wipe out like half your missions. I'm like, what's the point of that? 
That's interesting. That's really interesting that a game would allow that. I That just sounds like they were very not creative on it. Because everything yeah. you mentioned is the problem I have with a lot of role-playing games is because if they don't make the enemies different, then you might as well have made them all the same to begin with and just keep just fighting on mobs, which is pretty much what you described. Because, like, comparing to Borderlands, you're facing the same kind of enemies no matter what planet you go on to. It's just the environment looks different. The maps are a little different. The bosses could be a little different or crazy. And you do need a little bit different guns or weapons to use. So there's some variation, but it's all still the same thing. I couldn't play a game that you just keep going and facing the exact same kind of enemy in the same kind of environment. And... Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Mass Effect. Yeah, so yeah. I... Yeah. That, that sounds so uncreative to just like, hey, you, you've got the base of it. Why don't you just skip along? Game's over. <laughs> right? Just move. You're good, right? You're good with all this? We, we, gave, you, we gave you a taste? You're, you don't want to play anymore, right? Yeah, I don't want to play anymore. Okay. Because it was like, yeah, every, like, you know, you know, you're running through the world and you come across a town or whatever, and it's like, it's the same thing. Or there's, you know, there's a place you can go, you know, loot that's broken down. It's like, okay, well, you know, there's going to be five of this little enemy and one giant guy that's going to, you know, come after you. And it's like, okay, cool. I know what's happening here. Uh, and it just, it sucked because it got, that got so repetitive. And mm-hmm. the story was, I mean, the story had a good idea but it was like just poorly produced and it felt like it was a child. Like it was towards like five-year-olds is what it felt like. Yeah. And there's no voiceovers and they do. Oh, it's so slow to try and get through the dialogue and um, like <laughs> they give the character like this mumbling sound. It makes me think of Zelda a little bit. But you hear this guy go, hum, 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 and then it and then it runs the dialogue, and the narrator says the dialogue, and I'm like, you could have just said the dialogue. Do you really need this to stop what you're saying, make this guy make a noise, and then bring up the next round of dialogue? Like, just run through yeah. the fucking dialogue. I'm good. And then they let well, you, and then you have to pick like you can answer, you know, respond with a question or things like that. And I'm pretty sure whatever you respond with doesn't matter, doesn't change the story. I hate that. So it's like, don't bother. Why bother? Just run it through. I'm good. You know, you don't have to drag it on. Well, there's no need to release updates if your user base just uninstalls it instead. So remember <laughs> that business trick. Damn, they got their money Rude. and out. That's right. There is no need for it. I mean, I, I, I fought my way through it. To get to the end, because again, I spent the whatever it was, 70 bucks on it or 60 bucks how it was on it. So, uh, you know, I fought mm-hmm. through it for being a lazy RPG player. Um, <laughs> but it was, yeah, it's, it had such potential. I was, I thought, man, it looked so cool. The game, like, gameplay isn't bad. It's just everything else was not put together in a sure. good way to make it enjoyable enough. I will say that the equipment weapon customization, I'm a fan of that style of customization. I don't like having a tree and clicking a bunch of shit and you don't really know if it's good or not. Like I like where like 
I don't know what to call these except for little leaves, but you spend your leaves and pick something and then it tells you like, oh, you need this material to do that. Like it isn't, it's simple. It's not ridiculous. Yeah. Like this was cool for customization too. Like it wasn't, yeah, it didn't, it wasn't crazy. It was obviously, it was, it was minimal. You just got so much shit that you collect that, that is like worthless. Um, that you have just sitting in your inventory, but it's like, you can build kind of this cool ass looking weapon. You can build like a long range, you know, sniper type of weapon or a assault rifle or just a regular gun. Eventually you have the opportunity to like dual wield guns or dual wield, you know, swords or whatever. And you can add these little, you know, do these little add-ons and stuff, which, you know, obviously makes your weapons a lot stronger, but it's like, you can't really buy that stuff at the shops that they have. And when you, so like, there's just not good ones that are available. And then, so really when you sell all that stuff, there's nothing you need to buy. Um, and when it comes to like, you know, health packs and stuff like that, you collect so damn many throughout the world that it's like, forget it. And your health regenerates by the way. So once you're done <laughs> with the fight, your health is going to regenerate. So unless you got beat up in the fight, you don't need to waste one. Um, so it's just like everything you had in there was like completely worthless to collect for the story or anything. So that was a big gripe. Um, so 30 speed. That's, that's about yes, it. Did it. That's about how I See, felt about that. I told you that was a thing. <laughs> so that's my rant on Biomutant. Uh, I unfortunately can't so recommend not it. Not worth it. I really wanted to recommend it, but I definitely can't recommend playing that game. I just don't see the entertainment value in it enough to recommend someone spending that money. If you can get it for free at some point on the PlayStation Now or whatever, I mean, check it out because it has some cool elements, but it's just poorly presented in my opinion. Um, and they tried to cram a lot of worthless junk in there. So. That sounds like Max's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Hey, but Ooh, this could here be we the go. Sleeper hit of 2021. Not only is it downright adorable, but it is an all. It's also an absolute best. Last to play. Cut it. Cut it. I yeah. can't read. Cut yeah. it. I tried. Well, and it is adorable. Is... That is correct. It is adorable. <laughs> who, is this, who is this publication? We got this covered. Like, have you yeah, heard, have heard of place. Who's <laughs> that? They have a that surprise. They're <laughs> the ones that come I up have no like idea who that is. Like, they're like, guess who we spotted on the set of this Marvel secret movie? We got this covered. And then it cuts to a guy on a rooftop with his camera telling you all about Batman movie that's coming out. That's what they do. But it's <laughs> that's downright my guy, Joey. adorable. Don't talk about him like that. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm sorry. I've done 30 speeds. I, I need a minute. 30 speeds. The, well, it's not 30. As long as it's not 30 beers, I'm good. Adam. That's a few beers. Wait, Bugs? <laughs> Bugs? Andre the Giant? I don't know. How many did Boggs drink? Oh, I don't know. On the airplane? I do not remember. I know the Simpsons made fun of it, too. Damn it. 
Oh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Did it too. I just can't remember how many the record was. I feel like it was twenty-eight. Well, he downed one hundred and seven beers in a day. That's what that says. Oh, fuck that! <laughs> On the flight, sixty-four. 64. 64. Oh my god. I didn't even know they had that many beers on a plane. Well, I guess they, they can't. Have. You physically cannot airlift that many cans of beverages. Uh. <laughs> All right, Discounting Adam. the fuel, of course. That's a lot of beer. You pour it into the fuel. Ah. There you go. You just <laughs> breathe the exhaust. Yeah, it's fine. It'll be fine. Adam, you finally got Mario Golf. I did. We talked about it last week. It's it. Well, two weeks ago. We, for sure person, we did. I was person. there for that. I was also there I for that. I, I totally remember that. <laughs> you were the there. Bushes, the bushes nearby, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I did. I bought it uh, this weekend. We talked about it in person, and I said I was finally going to buy a new game because I haven't done that in a while. Uh, it is enjoyable. I'm having fun doing the different things. I played, I tested it a little bit, trying out some of the characters and like their bonus, I guess, ability, abilities probably is the way to put that. Special like ability. Yeah, uh, which is typical for Mario games, right? But, um, well, lately. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Like, I thought it looked really good. Uh, I, I was playing it and I out loud said, well, the trees look better than it in this than they do in 2K21, <laughs> which is what I complain about all the time. Uh, so I had fun playing as like the Mario cast of characters, the couple I tried with their moves, and then doing the speed golf, which we talked about, which is a great idea of doing the run to your ball and mess with the characters and just trying to finish the hole quickly. Um, mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. Finish as fast as you can. It's the first mm-hmm. one. In and out. It's always a race. Uh, <laughs> it is a race, and I win every time. <laughs> and then uh, the and then I did. The man try... with the kid. <laughs> yes, <laughs> correct. Uh, I didn't try the. I think you have to. We talked about whatever it is where you have like a certain amount of strokes, like twenty-seven strokes to finish a couple. Uh, <laughs> to finish how many ever holes i didn't try that out that seemed fun uh but then i jumped into golf adventure where you play as your me and that got me hooked pretty quickly uh of boosting my shit doing the practice rounds playing through the qualifying round and then i think the two-day tournament or whatever is about as far as i got so i played it for i don't know how many hours but a couple uh took a full advantage of one of the longest naps this kid's ever taken so uh, and just kept playing. <laughs> That's awesome. But, yeah, I I, I was it. able to get I was able to get into it too. Um, that speed golf is something else, especially when you're playing with other people. Um, but the problem is is split screen even on even on dock mode they only allow two humans to play at once. Oh really? Really? Yeah. Whereas like in stroke play. <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> i mean with today's big screen tvs you can let you why like we used to be able to do this in uh golden eye right. each everyone gets right. a quarter of the screen like right. why can't we do that in uh, on the 20 Switch? inch screens with 
terrible graphics. No yeah, problem. no, it, it takes no a whole hell of a lot to render a Mario game. Everybody knows that. Yeah. They just <laughs> simply can't parse off the hardware for that. And look at those trees, for God's sakes. They look, they look better than uh, 2K21, I'll tell you what. So I was pretty saddened by that because I had three people we all wanted to play together, and we couldn't. Like, we could play the stroke play. Uh, yeah, Sean's going crazy. Thank you. I am not. Two-year-old. Well, 13-year-old. Um, but <clears throat> you can play the stroke play, but you couldn't play the speed golf. So and that was kind of saddening. The speed but. golf is the fun one, I think, for a group, too, because, like, yeah. you literally you hit, you're playing the conditions, you can dash and knock each other out and do your special abilities like that's what makes that kind of fun and makes it like a competitive versus the standard golf game where you just all watch each other each other take a swing and whoever furthest away takes the next swing like you know kind of almost boring but that kind of sucks i was thinking that too when i was playing i was gonna at least i could split screen with my wife and we could both play but like I'm looking at my big ass TV. I'm like, you could probably fit twelve of us on here, and you yep. know, have a great air space for all of us playing at once. Well, I mean, so think about Mario Kart. I think you can do four player local split screen. Yeah. So can. why can you do that on Mario Kart, but you can't do it on golf? The trees. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. They can't. They can't give you the dynamite trees if you do too many split screens. I guess it's due to it's due to your wicked slice. Because then all of a sudden it's going to be on the other person's screen, and they're going to get yep. confused, you know. Well, why even split thing. screen it though? Did you well, try? Well, because you're running. Because you if you hit it one to. way, left or right, you got to you can't see where you're going to go running to. But I thought when you like play with the options, like when you're starting it out, I thought you could select if you all pl- hit it once or if it's. Well, I guess yeah, that'd be split you can. screen. You can, but it goes split screen to too. do that. And even on that one, so even if you're not doing speed golf, if you're doing stroke play, but you all hit at the same time, it still limits you to two. That's stupid. Yeah, it's well, alone. I take that back my good rating in this game. It's terrible. Awful game. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, that seems Maybe like it'll a DLC. Four-player local DLC. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Another $59.99 or whatever. Uh, so the... Uh, can you play the golf adventure with others, or is that like only local? You pretty much playing by yourself. I thought that was that's single player. Just you. That's just you. That's so, like your adventure. So, that's like your, your adventure mode. That's the yeah. single player so mode. So if we all play, uh, if we all are gonna play, we you know we play as the characters and do whatever ones you want to choose. But you can do online play at least. Yeah, we can do. I'm and I'm curious actually uh, playing the online uh, with friends or whatever. If you can play as your me character or not. Because the only time you can play as your me character seems to be in the adventure mode. Uh, I thought once you beat so adventure sure. mode, you can do the others. I don't remember. I, I beat adventure mode. Now I can't remember if I was able to use my guy. Like I tried to do um, the scoring mode or whatever, where you can, you know, it puts your puts you up on the leaderboards for like time trial uh, or stroke play. And I thought I couldn't select my me character. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go back and look though. Okay, I thought that was, I thought you could. I hope but so. Obviously, I haven't gotten there either. Yeah, I hope so, because you could certainly, depending on how you build up your character, you could, you know, you're gonna have different stats and stuff like that. So, right. Uh, I don't know. I was. Uh, well, yeah. Sorry. 
I was disappointed by the battle golf mode. I'll tell you that. Uh, if you haven't tried that one yet, battle golf was um, you play against again, you're playing against four people or whatever, and it's the first to finish three holes. And like, it's weird. I, I, I'm not sure because there's I don't know how you use your special abilities in there because I kept getting destroyed by people throwing like bombs, which was really mm. annoying. Um but then it basically comes down to, like, I think they could have made it more fun. But it's like, there's nine holes. I think it's nine. And it's the first to, you know, hit three of them, to make make it in three mm-hmm. of them. And if someone already, you know, sank their ball in that hole, that hole's out. Like, you have to go for something else. You have to try something else. I thought it'd be more fun is would be if, hey, you make it in that hole. If someone else goes and makes it in the hole, yours gets wiped out, and they take over your spot. Oh, uh, that would be cool. But because it was getting—I don't know—it was a little frustrating. It wasn't that—it wasn't as entertaining as I thought it was going to be uh, because of that. So I didn't try that. I have to try it. But I've only—I only played that twice. So maybe there, maybe there's more strategy than I know of. Well, at the same time, you're cementing your position at that hole, and I have scored. If people can just wipe it out, then. Ju- they'll sit there and grief you. You know what I mean? Just drive up, wait for you to sink it, and then just sink it right after you and move on. So it could be a real dickhead mechanic. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, like, after you make your shot, like, your your next shot that you hit to go to a next hole is, like, right by that hole. So, like, it's basically you just start from right there, too. So it's just... Okay, yeah, yeah, that's stupid. I could see that (laughs) happening, because then, yeah, you could just sit there and just keep putting at this hole and keep taking it over. Yeah, that's true. That wouldn't that would be really kind of shitty. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no perfect solution to that one, but yeah. I feel like if you get there first, you got there first. You planted your flag, now go get another stick one. Flag in. I don't know. If it works like countries, you stick a flag in and now you own that country, right? So I know. If it, Eddie Izzard has taught me anything. It's that all you gotta do is plant a flag and you can claim that country. Well, that's why the moon is USA. That's right. We stuck our we we stuck, we planted our flag there first. Mm-hmm. We you win. Mean that back in California. <laughs> so the planet is ours. All right, we'll take that. <laughs> That's right. One way or another, we win. USA <laughs> and England loses. <laughs> they did lose, just like they did. They did. Yeah. I don't watch the soccer's, but they lost. The soccer's. Oh, boy. Okay. One last topic, then, if we're done with golf, I think. All right. Be done. Move on. Moving on. Moving on. Let's see if this works. That means it's time for the last thing to talk about. Finish him! Game's done quick, as I've learned is what, uh, well, was it S? Speed game's done quick. S-G-D-Q. Summer. I learned. No, summer. Summer game's done quick. See, this is why I said at the beginning, if you don't know what it stands for, you're going to have to listen in, because I I still can't even remember (laughs) what it stands for. I know what it stands for. It stands for freedom. 
It's for free. integrity. America. God. <laughs> uh, yeah, so GDQ, game's done quick. Uh, I know you guys, I don't, I don't think I've really been uh, involved with this uh, community that much, but I think we all have been familiar, at least, with the concept of speedrunning video games. Um, it's, you know, it's a huge, uh, community out there of people who speed run various video games, uh, basically try to finish the game as fast as possible. And for a lot of games, there's different, uh, kind of, uh, goals, right? One of them could be just any percent, literally see the credits as fast as possible. Other ones could be hundred percent. Well, there's this community out there called games done quick where uh, twice a year, one during the summer, which is called SDDQ, Summer Games Done Quick, and then uh, they have one in the winter called AGDQ, which is Awesome Games Done Quick, uh, where they bring people together, so uh, a lot of different speedrunners for their various games, bring them together and then have them speedrun their game live. Uh, Pre-COVID, this would have been like... uh, you know, in a conference uh, area, um, you know, whether in Vegas or wherever in big conference rooms and stuff, and there'd be a live audience behind them. They would be literally sitting there on an N64 or whatever, playing Zelda. Um, and they would always have a couch behind them. So uh, with a bunch of people. And the really cool thing is that they do this live, they put it on Twitch or whatever, stream it. And while they're speed running, they're not just, trying to go as fast as possible they're also describing what they're doing and kind of the philosophy behind you know why they're choosing to route a game this specific way or why they're doing this trick or you know what it takes to do this trick or that trick um which i think is always really interesting because i've seen speedrunning before you know watching youtube videos but you you just watch them try to get it done as fast as possible and usually they're like really you know these people are really focused and trying to get done as fast as possible so you're not really Sometimes they do things so quickly you don't even understand what's going on. So uh, I found that these uh, Games Done Quick conferences are amazing and uh, for that, to, to kind of learn those things. And what's really cool is that they allow people to donate money uh, during uh, the speedrun challenges, and all of that money goes to charity. Uh, so in this case, I believe this time they did Doctors Without Borders, uh, there's a Prevent Cancer Foundation that they uh, do as well. I think one is in the summer, one is in the winter. Uh, they might mix and match. I'm not sure exactly what it is. But basically, all this money goes to charity. And what's really cool is they do incentives. So, like, take a Zelda game, for instance. You know, they'll say, okay, we're going to play this Zelda game, and it's going to be an any percent run. But if we get to, you know, $30,000 for this incentive, we'll make it a 100% run. And it'll take it from a 30-minute game to a six-hour game because now they have to do this 100% instead of any percent. Um, it's a lot of fun. I've been kind of tuning in over the past couple of years. Uh, mostly got interested, introduced to it through just YouTube. Uh, one of the things I like to do when I finish a game is just look up the speedrunning community for that game uh, to kind of see, okay, it took me... 80 hours (laughs) how long can somebody just destroy this game and oh yeah okay it's 30 minutes got it thanks um but that's kind of one of the it's kind of like watching reviews after you watch a uh watch a movie same thing i like to watch these speed runs after i complete a game um but anyway that's uh games done quick so 
the the summer one was just finished uh, just this week. Um, so unfortunately, we're we're a little late to kind of promote it at this point. But um, go on their YouTube channel. Uh, it's just Game Sun Quick YouTube channel. Uh, you can watch all of the VODs uh, from from this Game Sun Quick as well as you know all of the previous ones. Uh, any game you can want is basically is out there. Uh, Adam, the your favorite James Bond was it Nightfire? Nightfire. It's the it was the one of the first games uh, for summer nice. games on quick just recently. So uh, it looks like it took them uh, forty six minutes or something like that. Sounds no. all right. <laughs> you can really I like thinking about it. You could really zoom through that game. Fifty seven minutes. Sorry. So yeah, um, but there's also like control. They did control uh, a couple years ago. That's on there. You can see them destroy control. It took them an hour and eight minutes uh, to destroy control. Um, you know, I, the, all the Zelda games are all on Breath of the Wild. They got Majora's Mask, Mass Effect 2, um, Ratchet and Clank. That was part of this uh, most recent one. So uh, Dan. Totally see that in a speed run. That would be awesome. Uh, this one was Into the Nexus. So I'm not sure which okay. uh, which one that was, but uh, looks like it took him 21 minutes. So <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's absurd. Uh, and I would say the the coolest one that I've seen so far. Like I've I've watched a lot of these, but the coolest one I saw it was just posted yesterday, and it is Super Mario 64, 70 star, blindfolded. So the guy's blindfolded. He's doing it all by sound and just by muscle memory. It's that's ridiculous. What's the point of? I mean, why? Who, who has the time to just sit there and go? You know what? I want. I want to figure this one out blindfolded. Eh. So, know. have you guys? Uh, have you guys you been imagine? involved with this at all? Or <laughs> no, I I'm like you though. Like the speed runs interest me. I think when I watch content, I want to watch people speed run through stuff because I think. That's interesting because, like, somebody had to figure out how to speed run it. And then somebody takes that and figures out how can they do it faster. You know, it always starts, and especially with YouTube and everything you can do now, you can always look up, oh, they did it this way. I think I can even cut time off that if I did this, this, this. I don't know. Um, which I think is really cool. But I think what you mentioned, I think the coolest concept is people discussing, like, the strategy behind it while they're doing what they're doing yeah i think that's pretty cool where it's like you know you're listening to like i just think of like a professional athlete who's discussing why they did what they did on either the course like for golf or uh on some random football play and it's like nope these are just video game players (laughs) who apparently memorized how to play super mario blindfolded because they probably muscle repetition from playing it forever Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I like that, that. I like that part. That of is it. definitely the coolest part. Sorry, go ahead, Dan. I, was say, I like that part of it with the people sitting there, you know, explaining to you what's going on or telling you how they're doing it, what they're doing, why they're doing it would make it a lot more entertaining than just watching someone speed run it. For sure. It's a hundred percent more entertaining to watch these videos rather than like you just look up you know, like that one, the uh, Super Mario, right? You just look up Super Mario World 
uh, or Super Mario 64 blindfolded, right? You There's a, t- a thousand videos out there of you know, world record run, right? And you can see them do the world record run. But guess what? You're just going to be sitting there watching somebody that's perfectly silent because for them, it's mm. all audio cues. So they're not going to be talking, right? So they're listening to the audio cues. So basically, it's just silent except for you can hear the video game, right? And it's like, okay, that's great. And it's interesting to watch them do it. And it may be really interesting to actually see the world record run. But, you know, in these uh, vid- these VODs, like, it takes, okay, so maybe it takes them 10 minutes more or five minutes more or whatever. But they actually talk through things that are going on. Um, like the blindfolded one, the guy still couldn't talk because, he, like you said, he's listening for audio cues. But he had, you know, a couch, they call it, you know, quote-unquote, a couch, a you know, person behind them that are talking through all of the tricks and all of the routing and decide like, okay, why are we going for this star versus that star? And, oh, they do this star when it's sighted, but we can't do that star when it's just uh, blindfolded. So we have to do this one instead. It's just super awesome to kind of get the theory behind this as well as watch somebody just destroy a game. I'll tell you what I'm enjoying right now. And obviously nobody can see what I'm watching, um, but (laughs) Uh, you can Google it. I'm sure it's video. I'm sure it's on one of their YouTube on their YouTube channel. But gamesdonequick.com right now. If anybody else is on that, are you watching this yep. office race? Yeah, because this is it's, fantastic. And it's so stupid. Yeah, it is. Yep. It is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, it's just it's yep. terrible. Uh, you know, square animation of a guy sitting uh, on an office chair, racing with his feet flapping. Through, through his office cardboard building, boxes. through cardboard boxes and whatnot. Yep. It's fucking funny. I don't have to it's, find so this. I think it's perfect because it highlights it doesn't have to be, you know, I don't know if this game's popular. My assumption is it's not, but no. they speed run it. Like, you can literally speed run any video game, which is what I think is cool. Because, like, when I brought their YouTube channel, the I think one of their from 2021 like the third one it shows is the donkey kong country and the first thing that popped in my head was man i hated that game <laughs> somebody could beat that in an hour <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it took it would take me an hour to lose to the boss and have to restart a level <laughs> it's you know and i think that's so what's going on right now if you if you're going to just gamesdonequick.com uh it's called the hot fix and what I gather this is, is like they just randomly pick like Twitch channels from around the community, uh, you know, that they will highlight on their website. So this is just some random guy that's twitching, you know, Twitch streaming uh, his speed run of Office Race. Uh, and it just so happened it's gotten picked up by this website. Right. So yep. it's kind of cool that they they try to give back to the community. Like, obviously, uh, this most recent uh, Games Done Quick made $2.9 million uh, for Doctors Without Borders, which is an insane amount of money, um, you know, for a week where you just have gamers kind of coming together and highlighting what they love to do. And during, uh, once you get, you know, if you guys watch some of the YouTube videos, you'll see like at slower parts of the games, they'll have somebody come in and will read through some of the, uh, donations, right? And they'll say, okay, $5 from whoever. And you, when you donate, you can write in a little, um, like message, 
right? And it's a lot of them are like really funny because it's like people doing little like jokes and stuff up at the gamer's expense or just little, I don't know, whatever, little jokes and stuff. And a lot of them are really funny. But then sometimes all of a sudden you'll see like $10,000 donated by an anonymous, you know, uh, giver. And it's like, holy shit, like that's really cool to see kind of a community come together that like that to all enjoy video games and then give to a good cause. So. Uh, I think gaming communities are really big on that. I I have always seen like Rooster Teeth does a couple of year the twenty four hour live streams for. Now I can't remember what they do it for, but like, y- you get like these big communities and like I don't know it's always just to me gamers and like two point nine million dollars is a lot of money, essentially from people watching video games be played. So like, you think about that like it's just giving back. From just enjoying video games and watching others play video games that's so awesome just mm-hmm. you know taking something that's just everybody it gets entertainment from and doing something good with it anybody so ever try we'll have speed to keep... run a game sean you ever speed run a game <sighs> no i've watched people beat dark souls with uh rock star drum sets and um i just can't compete with that kind of shit <laughs> Like, I know what the outcome is going to be, but I can't watch you do it because I'm ashamed of myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Beating the game is good enough for me. (laughs) It takes a lot of devotion, right? Like, I think. Oh, for sure. These people, it's it's funny because I've been watching this for a while now, and it's always the same people coming back. Like, you almost get to recognize the names of the people that you know, speedrun your favorite games, right? Like I know, you know, I know the names of like the top five speedrunners and Zelda games, because not because I follow them or anything, but because their name keeps popping up year after year for doing this game, you know? So, and you can tell that like, that's those people's job, right? They just constantly, you know, they're streaming and stuff and that's probably how they're making money, but they're just constantly trying to get better and be the world record holder for that game. And you know, it's kind of a cool thing to, you know, that's that's somebody's whole deal is that's their favorite thing is to speed run this one game and be the world record holder on it. No, and that's that's the crazy thing is that there is an absolute limit to how fast you can get it done. So no matter how much bullshitting, there is always that just you cannot do it faster than this and they will find it by God. Just give mm-hmm. them enough time. Yeah. So we'll have to keep an eye out. Uh, the next one is Awesome Games Done Quick. It's in January, January 9th through 16th. Uh, so in the meantime, I'm sure there will be little events and things coming up along the way, but that's the next major one is is in January. So stay tuned. Nice. All right. I think that's it. Any last thoughts before we go? Comments, questions, concerns? Um, I disagree. Sounds and go. Right. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I was like, what? what are we Which part? It was something yes. I said. Sure. <laughs> Correct. All three of y'all at some point. Son of a bitch. Well, all right. That's my favorite. All y'all. I love it. I love it when I hear that said. You could say it too. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> All y'all. 
Well, all, all y'all, well, all y'all all can go check out thechairshot.com. How about that? There you go. You can't that use around. that. You're not from here. That's ding, true. ding. I was there. Well, you I lived was, here. You I was there for here. a little while. I was there for a little while. I still don't say it, but... Uh, <laughs> you can go to prowrestlingtees.com pro as well. Uh, forward slash a chair shot. Get yourself some chair shot t-shirts. Uh, you know, any time of the year, they make a great gift. Summer, It's the summertime. Get a short sleeve one. Get a comfy one. You know, could be uh, could be good for you. Something to wear indoors now since we, you know, well, you can't go back outside. So, you know, go out to the local establishments and uh, support your local favorite podcasts. And, yeah, go to chairshot.com as well. For all your wrestling and sports and entertainment needs. And I think that's all I got. Um, you can follow this show on Twitter and on Facebook at a winner is you. The letter U, a winner is you. And that'll do it for episode 34. And Sean, since you were here last time, and Animal Crossing is officially dead, we now say... No! <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, do you disagree? I think you do. It's a great game. Lurse has been playing the hell out of it. I'm in love with it. I think it's time to start selling turnips. <laughs> well, you can continue. <laughs> but we now will tell you that it's dangerous to game alone. Take us. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.